0: Good day, listeners, and welcome back to our latest podcast. Previously, we have, showed, uh, we have shown our faces uh, as the Stephen Arjun football podcast. And currently, we have decided to do a facelift ahead of the new 22 and 23 season, which will be um, coming up soon in a month's time. And we're going to call ourselves the football universe, hosted by Stephen, Arjun, and Uday. This podcast is brought to you by our sponsors, Tasha Bakery and Mr. Boy SG. So, before we start off, I'd like to welcome back my fellow hosts. Um, First of all, Arjun, Arjun, welcome back. Thanks,
1: Stephen. Uh, good to be back after a long, long break.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, like all of us have been busy with work and vacation yeah. now that it's starting to open up, you see. <laughs>
1: Some of us been
0: busy with wedding. Uh, That'll be me. <laughs> uh, all right, our latest host, our uh, long term guest and host, Uday. Uh, Uday, welcome Hi. back
2: to the stream. Yes, thank you. Um, I guess the long break was necessary for us to finalize the new name as well as the contract details. Uh, I guess your most expensive signing. This season, uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, Stephen. So, <laughs> have, shouldn't have uh, announced the signing like that.
3: Huh? <laughs> 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 now, like we have now decided to sign <laughs> a new co host, <laughs> <Arama>. yes. yes. <laughs> and we believe this signing will take us to greater heights.
2: <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> yeah, I, I so, believe, I, so, believe so. I can take you to the Champions League. That's the plan. <laughs> 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 All right, Ode, we were signing you. I hope you add some spice to
0: today's discussion as we're going to talk about Manchester United again. Definitely. Of course, um, we know that Manchester United is heading towards a new era with uh, Eric Ten Hag coming in, you know, um, the rebuilding stuff uh, again after it failed uh, numerous times. So today, our focus will be on MU um, ahead of the new season, how they have, what is the build up what is their transfer business, and what is the um, target that you all as MU fans have um, ahead of the new season. Alright, um, let's uh, start the ball rolling by directing the question to Arjun. Arjun, as you know recently, Ronaldo has uh, publicly declared or has already informed the management management that he wants to leave, and he has missed training for a few days now due to family reason. Um, your quick thoughts on this, and whether you think it's better for Emmy to sell him or to keep him?
3: Um, yeah, I think i privately have uh said to both of you and also my other friends that uh, I wouldn't blame united <laughs> I, I wouldn't blame United or Ronaldo if they decide to part ways. Uh, I think from Ronaldo's perspective, especially he he very obviously had been carrying the United team last season, and he might feel like he needs at least another good crack at the Champions League before he retires, or if eventually when he decides to retire. Uh, so I think he deserves the opportunity to move to a club which will give him that opportunity, uh, whether that's in the Premier League with the likes of Chelsea, he's been linked with Chelsea, or with other clubs. Uh, that's, I guess, uh, up to him and his agent to discuss. And from United's perspective, I think that will be good as well. Uh, we, did discuss a lot of times last season where we said that Ronaldo does score the bulk of the goals for United, but that also drags the United team down because everyone is so reliant on him to produce. And it seems like uh, the standards have not been dragged up with him, but United's players have become complacent with him around. So I think selling him could be uh,
1: as good as a big signing for United this season.
0: Okay, thanks, Arjun. Odeh, uh, do you think that this kind of like, uh, now you hear that Arjun is talking about hey, eh, it could be a good thing that we are selling Ronaldo away from MU. But do you think that it's actually, uh, it, it actually brings more harm than good like, in the sense that but, but, MU, MU fans are saying, okay, if you want to leave, go ahead, you know, we can we can survive without you. But actually, 24 goals and three assists across 38 games in our competition last season, um. No matter what you say, Ronaldo was the talisman for MU last season. So do you think there will be a drop in standard ahead
2: of the next season
0: if Ronaldo were to leave?
2: Um, yeah, there that, that will definitely be a drop of standard um, unless we find somebody to replace him. And I won't be surprised if MU finishes lower than what we finished last season. And uh, if we are in the rebuilding phase and we need... Then we... We decided that Ronaldo doesn't fit the system, Ronaldo should leave. Um, the new manager has his own methods. And we should, at the end of the day, we understand a player's ego, a player's personality has its impact on the team. But at the end of the day, the manager's say it should be what the team follows. And if the, and if the manager isn't a big fan of a player because he doesn't fit the style, he should go. We, we remember the likes of Sir Alex Ferguson um, selling players like, Benistroi and Job stamp, um because of uh, indifferences that happened during the wrestling boom, Benistroi because of Ronaldo's rise and um, how Benistroi wasn't happy with what's happening between the relationship between Benistroi and Ronaldo. So um really do harm, yes, but if, if in the long run it's a positive thing, I think we should go ahead and just sell Ronaldo. Um, I was... Actually, this is surprising for the huge U-turn that I made. I was really excited when he came to United. I was really excited. I'm sure Arjun was. I'm sure a lot of Manchester United fans were excited to see him back in Manchester United. But now that he wants to move on and if we are trying to move on past Ronaldo, which we haven't for the last 12 years, I think he should leave. Okay, uh, Arjun, you spoke about you
0: spoke briefly about a replacement for Ronaldo. Uh, now that we're coming out less than a month
2: ahead of the new season, uh, who do you have in mind for replacement if Ronaldo did? Um, me, if I was the manager, particularly, I would maybe look at uh, the likes of uh, Jonathan David. Um, I think we spoke about briefly about him. He has 58 goals in 135 league matches. Um, he's an upcoming Canadian international um, star uh, he may be an interesting talent that we can, ha- we can tap into or we can also just not get anyone and maybe play Bruno Fernandez as false nine which I have brought it up before and Bruno Fernandez playing in the false nine isn't that bad of an idea and you have Rashford and Sancho in the wings um, at least for this season but if this means Bruno Fernandes gets injured then there may be a problem um, besides Jonathan David and uh, Bruno Fernandez system, United you know, can look at Ivan Tony, kind of uh, prove that he is a relatively okay goal scorer. Not the best, of course, but something that we can look into. And of course, there's Dominic calvert doing. So these are the players I think that MU can look into. If let's say MU was uh, trying to find a replacement for Ronaldo. Yeah, good point.
0: Alright, Arjun, um, moving on to the next question. Um, the timing of Ronaldo's statement towards the MU board or management seems a bit peculiar in terms of like, if he has already known that uh, MU would not be the competitive since the end of last season, um, what do you think uh, can be a factor of him making the decision now and not back then? Is it because of the slow uh, speed in terms of the execution and transfer market because uh, the league is in a month and currently MU only signed a left-back Malaysia. And Frankie de Jong's deal has been closed for weeks now, and now we have news about Chelsea coming in to um, sabotage that deal. So, do you think that you know, Emil being slow and uh, being hesitant in the rest of market is also a factor that caused model nothing to leave?
1: Uh, yes, definitely.
3: Uh, I think Ronaldo didn't ask to leave earlier also because uh, he wanted to stick around to see uh, how United's transfer window is going to be. But as usual, it's been slow. Uh, every other club seems to be able to wrap up deals very quickly, but United has been slow. Uh, but the one positive I would say in the transfer window is that uh, it seems as at least it seems that uh, United are not signing anyone just for the sake of it. They are sticking to the targets that Ten Hag wants, and they are not signing anyone as uh, a fifth, sixth choice. Uh, just because they can't get their first one or two choices, uh that they have won. So that's that's one positive that I can see. But uh, again, like I said, I think I definitely understand Ronaldo's point of view. He's 37, and if he still wants to play at the top level in the Champions League, with maybe a view to win at one more Champions League, uh, if not now, I don't think... I mean, if not now, when? I would say that. So yeah, I, th- I think that's why he has uh, asked to leave so late in the window.
0: Yeah, I um, think you kept
1: speaking
0: uh, uh, about from Ronaldo's point of view that you understand. I mean, like, we all understand why Ronaldo wanted to be, but from an M.U.'s perspective, you think the M.U. will season with him leaving? Sorry? Uh, do you think the M.U. will improve uh, in terms of their whole team play, in terms of uh, the result with without Ronaldo? Uh. Yes,
3: definitely. I think uh, despite however well much that Ronaldo brought uh, to the team, uh, I think the team playing, in general, the reliance on Ronaldo will drop. So that means the MU will start depending on players like uh, Bruno Fernandez, Jaden Sancho, uh, these kind of players to deliver more often. And I think that can only be beneficial, especially under a manager like Ten Hag. So I do think a uh, new game will improve, uh, especially also given that last season was not really a very high uh, standard. To beat.
2: So I think United should comfortably beat last season's standard if Ronaldo leaves. I I just want to um, add on to what Arjun said is like, um, I said MU will finish, may may have a chance of finishing worse than what they finished this season. And I still stand by that chance. But I agree with what Arjun says that in the long run, MU might become better if we were to stick with the manager's process and trust the system. So um, in the long run, M.U. is definitely going to be better. And Ronaldo was a blessing as well as a curse last season. He did score a lot of goals. He did contribute a lot of assists. Um, but there were times in which M.U. looked lost, even Ronaldo looked lost throughout the whole season. So I agree with what Arjun says. But I also stand by the fact that M.U. might still be worse in next season without Ronaldo. So, yeah. mine. Uh, thanks, Uday. Thanks, Arjun.
0: Uh, moving forward to my third question to Uday. Um today as an outsider, as a Liverpool fan looking at MU transfer business, um, there are a lot of players that have left at the end of the contract, end of last season, after uh, Renick left the club. Um, Cavani, Lee Grant, Jesse Lingard, Matic, Pogba are all leaving. Um, however, based on recent rumors or for from an MU fan's perspective, do you think that MU needs to replace them? Because from what I'm seeing, they have signed a left back. They have signed. uh they are rumored to be close with uh, Frankie De Jong, Christian But it, uh, I feel like they are not uh, targeting replacement for these specific
2: players that have left the club. What are your
0: thoughts?
2: Um, those players were squad players, and uh, it's definitely necessary to have them if you are, I guess, challenging for all four competitions. For the time being, I think Amuse. Focus is just trying to uh, meet up with a challenge with the Arsenal and Spurs. you um, are still challenging for competition next season. <laughs> yeah, I mean we 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 are, but we we like the chances of us winning all four is like really slim compared to the likes of Man City and Liverpool, and even I mean I don't want to say anything, but even Chelsea still has higher chances of winning four cups rather than MU. So um, we we should replace them, but I think for the timing, we should focus more on. Uh, developing the squad from down up uh, and maybe eventually later on we can replace them. Stop People like uh, Matic and Lingard. Uh, Lingard didn't play that many games for Manchester United. He should have gone to West Ham already and I think it was such a waste that he was there, uh, kind of like Deadwood. Mata also, he didn't really play that many games. Uh, MU kind of is the kind of team that sticks to the same level most of the time and I have a feeling, I, I, I don't know how this guy would play, but I have a feeling he might stick to his same 11 and just have a few additional backups and replacements and we are slowly replacing them. Having the likes of Christian Erickson is definitely an upgrade from Juan Mata. Having the likes of De Jong is definitely a re- uh, an upgrade from Matic. So in a way we are replacing them but not directly of us.
0: All right. Um, thanks Uday. Uday you spoke about Christian Eriksen just now. I did a quick thought about um, and you signing Christian Eriksson, are you excited about the signing? What are your
3: thoughts? My only wish is that United signed Christian Eriksson earlier in his career.
1: Uh, I have
3: a little been worried that he's already 30, I think. And yeah, given uh, his recent uh, near-death experience at the Euros, uh, I-, I do have a bit of concern how much intensity he can take, how many games he'll be able to play at United given that we are in the Europa League as well. Uh, so I, I do have those concerns, but of course, I am very excited because a player of Ericsson's caliber don't come around very often. And I agree with uh, Udi. He's definitely an upgrade on an aging uh, one mata. Uh, so,
1: but I, and I'm excited to see how he will fit in in the formation uh, with Ten Hag at the helm as well.
0: Okay, all right. Thanks, Arjun. Um, before any end this podcast today, are you looking forward to next season and what is MU's target for next season? What do you think? Like win a cup, win the league, finish top four. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I mean, I think uh things will fly before MU wins the league next season. So <laughs> um no, I I mean I'm I'm excited uh, to see who this new manager is, what he's done. Um, in his previous clubs and how is he going to implement it in MU, um, where do I re- realistically see MU, um, especially looking at how the likes of Arsenal upgrading their, their forward as well as their their midfield, Spurs clearly develop, creating a second 11 with the likes of Charleston joining Spurs recently. Um, I, I have a feeling MU might still uh, finish around 6th and 7th next season. Um, but you just gotta trust the process and eventually hopefully we can start challenging for the top four in the next two to three seasons.
0: Yep. Arjun? What are your target for next season? <laughs> <laughs> um, are you gonna start are you, are you gonna
3: start watching MU matches again? <laughs> I, I, I mean to be fair, I only didn't
2: watch that one game. <laughs> Wait, one or two yeah, games. no, no, like for the for the benefits of the listeners, like <laughs> I've known Arjun for a long time. And like Arjun has watched matches whenever there has been uh, governmental final school exams. There have been university exams and there was work the next day. And he would get up at 3 in the morning to do that. I, I, I don't really do that. <laughs> um, and when he told last season that he's missing like one or two matches, both me and Steven were in equal shock. Like, what is happening? <laughs> Um, so... Okay. okay, so to to,
3: pro- to provide some context to that, uh, yeah, absolutely correct what Uday said, uh, I barely missed the match unless I was overseas, outstation, uh, when I was in NICS, of course I couldn't watch, other than things like that, but other than that, during yeah. school I watched, uh, during uh, university I watched, uh, unless it's on the day, on the morning of the exam, I would still watch it, even if it was the day before the exam. Uh, and even now, going to work, yes, I do wake up for Champions League matches, Europa League matches, 3 a.m., 4 a.m. matches. So, yes, it, it was a big thing for me to miss one or two matches. Uh, but, yeah, that, I think that was how bad United felt. Uh, before that, United were either boring or they were bad, but they were bad. almost never both at the same time. But last season, I think they were. <laughs> so so that's, that's how that came about. Hopefully, this season, uh, I will not miss matches. And yeah, <laughs> hopeful. So yeah, with regards to answering Stephen's question, uh, again, realistically, I guess, like what Uri mentioned, I don't see United being able to comp- compete with Liverpool and Man City for sure. Uh, I think Chelsea is better than us um maybe just lacking one or two signings spurs have made some very good signings uh, as uday mentioned they now have depth so i think realistically once again we'll be battling arsenal probably for for fifth place i if we get fourth i think that will be pretty good this season so yeah then
1: that's where my i, I think realistically that's where the targets are
0: Alright, thanks Arjun, thanks a good um, Lastly Arjun, prediction for Liverpool against MU in Bangkok next week. In what? When, when is the match?
1: Next week. Oh, it's the first match.
3: MU, right? is,
0: flying, MU is flying off to Bangkok tomorrow.
1: Oh, right. <laughs>
3: um, does Liverpool
1: have their full squad? I
0: don't think so, right? Uh, Liverpool have their striker. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Um oh, what's the prediction?
3: It's hard to tell. Because friendlies usually can go can sing, you know.
1: I mean if even if United win against Liverpool, I don't think it beats anything for the season.
0: Yeah, true, 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 true.
1: <laughs> I think I think there was
3: one Sunday movie when United won against Liverpool, Real Madrid, inter Milan in the preseason. I don't know whether you remember.
1: Mm-hmm. And
3: all the United fans got so excited. And we ended up finishing fourth that season. <laughs> so, yeah, I wouldn't put too much into the preseason, but just for the sake of it, uh, I guess I'll go for a draw. <laughs> I'm hoping the, the time that Ten Hawk has spent with the squad has had at least a little bit of effect.
2: Wait, like, first of all, I, I'm shocked that there is a friendly match. Like, this is how out of touch I have been in football <laughs> <the> last <laughs> night. <laughs> Yeah. I, I, I knew there was a friendly match against you But I forgot that it's so soon Okay <laughs> Yeah, me too Like I'm, I'm really shocked Like this is This is new news to me Is it because um, as an
0: MU fan You are not looking forward to this season else No, no Like
2: that's not the reason I've just been out of touch I Like we've been focusing On signing the contract And you know Finalising the terms For the new podcast And the name That you know hmm. I decided to Not spend my time Focusing on football No, honestly I've just been out of touch of football for some time And uh um, not even following the news that often. Even the latest signing as well, as well like only once it's confirmed that I know I, I haven't been following rumors. I used to follow rumors back then. Um, so uh, I think uh, for my prediction, MU is going to lose five zero again. So I stick wow. to the same wow. prediction I made last. Year. <laughs> <laughs> Just consistency. That's what it is. <laughs> not no, not very good consistency. <laughs> no, I mean not from me, of course. But are like, <laughs> my predictions against Liverpool. That's right.
0: So. <laughs> <laughs> what's your um, prediction? Sorry, yeah. what's whose prediction? My prediction.
1: Your prediction. Wow. Okay. I mean, like for me, Salah should be traveling. Mm-hmm. Probably. But you're right, like apparently ah, uh, hard to tell, you know.
3: Yeah. And,
0: Liverpool.
1: And, 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 also, and also,
3: Stephen, maybe just a short summary of how you think United's uh, transfer has gone, on, your thoughts on the Ronaldo issue as well as where you think United will finish.
0: Basically your the question that I asked.
3: Uh, yes. Yes. But, but in a short
0: summary. <laughs> okay, I feel okay, uh, just a quick one. I feel that it's it's very it's a very bad timing for Ronaldo to announce that he, he was he has greater ambition for mu i mean like um so what if mu managed to sign messi within the last month i mean like are you gonna stay to play europa league i don't know i mean like the the, the reason that he gives is you know he has been playing championship for the last 18 years and he has not been playing in the europa league before and and that's probably the reason why he doesn't want to stay but if that's the issue i mean have supported his club. I don't know what's the reason why he, he waited so long to announce that he wants to leave. And if he leaves now, you know there will be a long uh, drag transfer saga uh, regarding his sales, how much Chelsea or any other club, Bayern, for example, are going to pay for him. And then, uh, is there any other quality replacement out there? Um, um, I, I don't see any replacement. I mean, like Nunes has gone to Liverpool. Jesus has gone to Jesus has gone to Arsenal. Richarlison has moved, Harlan has moved. So who else do you have other than the, the, the players that Udi mentioned? Um, yeah, so so that's my view of the Ronaldo incident. Um, whether MU from an MU club perspective should, should we sell him? Um, my answer would be no. Uh, uh, from a club perspective, you know, him providing 27 goals in 38 games, he is the top scorer. Uh, in the MU last season, is only, he was the, what I call it, the copper boot. He's only behind Sun and Salah in terms of the golden boot race. I mean, as much as he hinders the progress of the young younger players in MU, he guarantees gold. And, and Eric Ten himself has already mentioned that he is within his plan. You know, he did, he, he did not plan to sell him. He did not plan to, he does not plan to sell him anytime soon. so, so. so so this is of course a bombshell for the management as well. So for me as a club, um, for me I would I would not tell them. Um, a new transfer business has been slow. Has been I feel the word uh, the correct to describe it is indecisive. Uh, Frankie De Jong's deal has been closed Um, you know closed or rumored to be closed soon uh, for, for for almost a week and a half now, and yet now we see Chelsea coming in trying to sabotage the deal. So so I assume indecisive is the correct way to describe it. Um, hopefully uh, they can wrap up Eriksson as soon as possible. Um, as an MU fan, I would want to sign Marco Edwards from Liverpool as well. He has been a very great transfer guru, uh, director of football, or, or they call it, the strategist for, 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 for Liverpool signing. Very decisive, quietly going through the business without attracting any other club's attention. Um, that's a key thing nowadays with uh, uh, agents or journalists like from Brazil, Romano missing around. (laughs) So yeah, so so these are the players, uh, these are the people that I will sign for MU.
1: Um,
0: Next season, I think the target will be top four if we manage to keep Ronaldo. If we don't keep Ronaldo, probably we have to. I I disagree with Arjun that we will be competing with um, Arsenal. Given the fact that Arsenal had some good signing, you know Fabio Vieira, um, they signed Gabriel Jesus as well. They are linked with um, uh, other players like uh, Raffi from Leeds United. So, so Arsenal has been doing good business. I feel, yeah. So if any were to lose Ronaldo, probably they'll struggle to finish top four. I think they can finish sixth, but that's that's how far I think will United go without.
1: Yeah, so that's my view. Read, Arjun. All right. Okay.
0: Um uh, any parting thoughts before we end this podcast, Arjun? Um,
3: not for me, just uh starting to get excited now about the season given that United have slowly started to sign players. So yeah, looking forward to seventh uh August. I think that's when the Premier League.
1: Yeah. I know your, your big
0: money
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> I I am so great. Like I'm such an expensive signing. I don't even know. I mean, um, yeah. So my closing remarks is uh, I hope and pray that. Um, I can perform really well in this podcast <laughs> and I'm um, yeah, looking forward to the new season and uh, do, uh, do stay tuned for our FPL League code. I think we haven't released that yet. Uh, we are going to release that uh, sometime for the next podcast. And look, I'm also uh, interested to be in this new uplifted podcast called The Football Universe. So thanks everyone and thanks Steven. Arjun. Right.
0: Thanks. Arjun thanks Uday listeners please do look out for our next episode where we will be discussing about mm-hmm. Liverpool and the plan as well as their um, um, yeah, uh, title aspirations or whatever target they have for next season as well listeners thank you for tuning in to um, Football Universe hosted by myself Arjun and Uday once again this podcast is brought to you by YouTube Boy FB and StarTrop. We'll see
1: you again next time in the meantime stay safe and